How many times have you had students read only to realize they have no idea of what they're actually reading? How many times have you had students read and lack the comprehension that will get them to a higher level of thinking? That is honestly probably all of us, but here's the thing. Active reading is all about reading some form of text with a determination to understand and evaluate it for its relevance as to why it was even written in the first place. Truth is, many students struggle in this area. They become great at recalling the words on the page, like you hear them read beautifully and get so excited only to realize they don't understand a piece of what they just read. What a nightmare. So this episode is diving into active reading and the steps that you can have your students take to ensure that they are retaining the information and that comprehension is staying top of mind. If you are ready to dive into active reading, I will meet you inside. Welcome to the Literacy Dive podcast, a podcast for educators who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing instruction. I'm your host, Megan, a true lover of all things literacy. Join me each week as we dive into teaching tips, engaging ideas, and actionable step-by-step strategies and examples to help you close the gap and lead confidently with best practices. I'm all about keeping things simple and digestible so that you can implement what you learn here as soon as tomorrow. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. I am thrilled that you are tuning in today to dive into active reading strategies. Now, if you are new here, welcome. I have a host of previous episodes that are going to be spanning all types of areas of reading and writing, so make sure to go and browse and listen to some previous episodes. If you are a returner, thank you so much for coming back and for supporting. And if you have not yet, please, please, please leave a rating and a review because that will make it easier for different educators to land on this podcast. But let's get into the topic of today. Active reading. Oh boy, I just feel like even from the intro that so often we see students reading or we see children reading in a corner and we are automatically thinking that they are just doing incredible and that they are making all types of gains and that they're comprehending everything. But sometimes we could not be farther from the truth. So I want to start first by giving a simplified definition of active reading. So active reading is a technique that helps students engage with a text and in turn, it allows them to retain information better. There are steps that are involved that can truly play a big part in a student actively reading and not just word recalling. And that is going to be the key piece that we want to move students from. If they are reading the words on a page, reading it quickly, reading it with accuracy, but have no idea what they just read, they are not reading. While you can definitely include additional features within this active reading and different elements and different criteria into this comprehension strategy, I am just going to share some of the steps that can get you started if you haven't tried an active reading strategy before or if you are shaking your head and agreeing that, oh boy, 
you can identify one, two, three, or five students right now who really could benefit from focusing on the active part of reading and not just recalling the words. So this is for you. This comprehension strategy is going to move students to becoming critical thinkers versus staying surface level and not growing deeper in their comprehension. And I'm honestly here to tell you that it is really never too late to implement these steps. And so if you are just tuning in and you're thinking, I don't even know what active reading is, that is okay. This can be implemented at any point in time. And honestly, you would want to reflect on your students' practices and behaviors. And that's going to be even more reason why you can be like, yes, I need to prioritize this. I'm all about reflection and being reflective as a teacher is crucial. And if you can do an audit of your kiddos and admit that they are not strong in this area, you can begin this transformation with them immediately. For a student who is struggling with that active reading, deeper comprehension piece, one thing that you might want to have them start with is previewing the text. Now, to preview the text, this is going to look like before they're even reading, you are going to want to encourage them to quickly scan the text and preview the headings, the subheadings, maybe some illustrations or diagrams if you're in a nonfiction text, or some of the images if you're in a fiction text. Previewing can also be looking specifically at the words. And so when looking at the title, thinking about the vocabulary, making some background connections that they can make to the knowledge that they already have. It can look like reading through and seeing if there's any words that pop out to them. Maybe there are chapters and they are labeled with just a few words. It's going to help to kind of spark what could be happening and assist them in this comprehension piece. So previewing the text is going to help students gain an overview of that text, and it's going to help them to get an idea of what that text could be about. The beautiful thing about previewing a text is that your students are going to have to start drawing these conclusions and start kind of making some predictions of what they think. And then that can be confirmed or denied as they're actually reading the text. And so that's another big high-level comprehension skill that they can be able to do is analyzing what they thought versus what they're actually reading. So previewing has a lot of benefits, even in upper elementary. I know that a lot of the time we have students do it in kindergarten and first grade because we want to model this active reading. But here's the thing. If your students are struggling with active reading and that comprehension, you have to go back and help them with those strategies to move their way through any text that they are reading. So previewing the text is going to be one step that you want to implement just to make sure that your students feel confident before they start reading Or they can be able to ask you a question and you can help them to problem solve and you can clear up some misconceptions ahead of them reading. So previewing the text is definitely a strategy to try to promote active reading. That kind of segues us into another big comprehension strategy, and that is making predictions. Now, based on the preview, you are already opening the doors for students to begin that making prediction process. They can be able to look at the words of the text and think about what information it's going to cover or what that chapter in the story 
might encompass or what that plot might look like, what the problem could look like. It's also going to allow your students to open up those doors to really pay close attention to text features. And again, this could be diagrams, this could be illustrations, it could be bolded words, it could be the captions of an image, or it could be the glossary, the table of contents. All of those things that students often might glaze over or they might miss can definitely be something that they are going to be able to pay closer attention to, and that is just going to aid in their understanding and comprehension. For instance, if they have come across an image or if they came across some bolded words, well, if they already saw that it was on those pages, as they're reading, they're going to be more apt to stop there and then make that connection along with what the text is saying versus them never knowing that it's coming. They are just focused on reading the words and skipping over things like diagrams and bulleted list and captions of an image. So Along with the previewing, if we can have students actually make predictions about what they're actually seeing in that preview, that is going to also allow them to, again, make those confirmations that their thinking was spot on, or it really just opens up the doors for them to understand and learn that something completely opposite happened, and now they get to store that information into their brain bank, and they can use that for future text. So there is a lot of power in having students make a prediction, and that is as simple as stopping and asking them what they think based on the words or the pictures and allowing for that think time. Give them that time. Something else that I want to encourage you to do is to have your students write down their predictions. Because when we're just saying them, we oftentimes can forget what we even said, or you're going to have students that were like, oh yeah, I said that. But there is a lot of growth that can happen with seeing what they thought versus what actually happened and allowing them to kind of see where that disconnect lies or to see how maybe a thought or prediction was not thoroughly thought through and mapped out. So you can encourage them to write it down, grab a sticky note, grab an index card, When you get to that part of the book or your text, you can stop right then and there and have your students look at their prediction and start analyzing it to see were they correct or were they not correct. So making predictions is definitely a strategy that you can begin as soon as tomorrow. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode for a quick moment because if you're listening to this podcast, then I'll bet you have students who dread writing time. Or maybe you are out of ideas, time, and energy when it comes to planning your writing block. You work so hard, so for once, give yourself the gift of having the planning done for you. My monthly writing prompts are trusted by hundreds of teachers and are a no-prep way to spark your students' interest in writing while highlighting special days that occur worldwide. The best part? There's a prompt for every single day of the year. Did I mention that it's already done for you? So what are you waiting for? Head to theliteracydive.com slash prompts to grab your year-long bundle of writing prompts. The third strategy that you can be able to use is just reading actively. 
Now, during this reading, you want to encourage students to underline key points. You want them to summarize in their own words, and you might want them to make connections to their own experiences. For this, you're going to encourage them to ask questions and to make note of anything that is unclear. So this is actually the part where they are actively interacting with their text. Now you might say, okay, I understand the action of having students underline and summarize and, you know, maybe make notes of things in their text, but what if I'm using a book? What if my small group has the same book and we obviously cannot underline and mark it up. So there are still things that you can be able to do. You can focus on printing or bringing a very simple text into your small group, or you can do this as a whole group lesson as well. But you can just focus on the action of doing it with the hopes that that application is going to follow them into their own independent reading. So for this, you might choose a printable download that is just simple text, small passages that you can be able to make these connections to. If you want to use your actual guided reading book, you can put a sheet protector or even a piece of lamination, not actually laminating the book, but just laying it over on top of their book so that they can be able to use an Expo marker, or they could use one of those wet erase vis-a-vis markers. And that way they can still be able to underline, highlight, and things like that. You might even find it beneficial to use the actual text that you are reading in your small group for this if you're doing it in a small group setting or if it's your read aloud in a whole group, you could do this as well. Now, you could photocopy one or two of the pages just to show how you are going to underline and highlight and how you can make connections and bullet out, draw lines and write little words that you're thinking, ask questions right there on the paper. Now, of course, we want students to be able to do this in their heads eventually, but we know that we have to make it tangible to begin with. And so if you are going to photocopy those pages, you just want to make sure that after you are done using that material for the sole purpose of modeling and interacting directly with that text, that you collect it, you shred it, and you move on to the next piece of text that you're going to work on. I do want to share that when I was working in Texas, we had access to all of the previous STAR exams, which are their end of the year state examinations. And they are PDFs, they're printable, we could actually print them out, use the questions, use the passages to model all of the strategies. And so if you are at that point where your students are ready for that, you can absolutely download that free material on the different state websites. I know the one for Texas is TEA. And so you can be able to download that material and use it to your own liking. But the whole idea here is that you just want to encourage them to actively engage and read the text. And so that does require doing more than just reading the words that are on the page. We want to read about something and then stop and think about a time that I felt like a character or a time that I had an experience with that certain item and how I felt. I want to stop and try to think about what did I just read on this page before moving on? And if I can't summarize it, I need to go back and reread, which is another strategy. Also thinking about, wow, I'm reading nonfiction right now, so I actually need to maybe underline some of these key details and some of these key points that I know the author wants me to remember and to take away after reading their text. 
And so also it's going to come a time where they're learning information, but they don't understand why something is happening or they're reading a story and they don't get why a character would say that. And so maybe they're just wanting to ask the question and making a note of something that is unclear because that is a great discussion piece to bring to the table and have that open discussion and hear other people's points of views and perspectives, whether at small group or whether in whole group. And there's a lot of power in hearing other people's perspectives and their views and what conclusions they're drawing based on their experiences and based on things that they know. And so this is going to be another way for your students to start gaining more knowledge that they can be able to use and apply in the future. So the reading actively, that strategy is so key and it goes far beyond just making sure that they're reading a book. Another strategy that you can be able to implement as soon as tomorrow is to have students reflect on their reading. Now, I hope that you can start seeing how each of these strategies kind of segues into the next one, because for this reflection piece after reading, you want to encourage students to reflect on what they learned and to summarize those central and those main ideas that they read within their text, specifically here talking about nonfiction, because nonfiction is a tricky, tricky genre for students, but this also can be applied to fiction text because while the story plot is probably easier for students to walk through, there are still so many key details that students are responsible for remembering and for knowing that's going to help to bridge even deeper comprehension. So for this one, that reflection piece is good for all genres. But what you want to do is to encourage them to compare their predictions to what they actually learned from the text or to compare what they thought was going to happen in that story to what actually happened in that story and just start getting that thinking going and having them identify where their predictions were spot on, where their predictions kind of went a little far left or where they completely did not think about something. And that awareness is going to take place when they come into their next text. The last thing I want to share today, which this is not the last strategy that can start helping your students with active reading, but the last strategy that I want to share with you today is just to simply review and reinforce these different strategies. You want your students to review those key points that they underlined. You want them to summarize them with their own words. You want to ask them, why did you just do that? And have them tell you why they did it and what that helped to do with their comprehension. All of those different ways that you can encourage students to discuss and to review and to reinforce these practices and these principles are going to help this become more automatic and your students are then going to be able to be ready to tackle any text that comes their way because they have these strategies that they can be able to apply while they are reading, actively reading. So this just suggests that you understand how important this is and make it a mental note to review these different elements with your students and to do it with the intention of knowing that this is going to become ingrained. And by having them verbalize some of these key takeaways, that is going to aid in their comprehension. All of this is designed with the sole purpose of helping students to reinforce their understanding and to ultimately making it easier for them to recall that information later. 
So you could begin that process of saying goodbye to asking them later that day or tomorrow to refer to that text that we just read yesterday and all of the blank stares of students who can't tell you what they just read. All of that is going to be a thing of the past. Your students are going to be able to have such ingrained interactions with this text that they're going to be able to bring that information back up and be ready to add on to it for whatever purpose it is that you wanted to add on and build on to for that very day. By focusing on active reading and really being able to think about these five steps that I shared with you today, this is going to move your students in a complete forward direction when it comes to their comprehension. So as a recap, you want to have your students to preview that text, and there's just a variety of things that can come from them simply walking through and scanning the text. Then you want to encourage them to make predictions. After that, you want them to actively read by doing whatever interaction piece it is with that text. Then you want them to reflect on that reading. And this can come by way of reflecting on those predictions. They can actually compare those to what actually happened in the text. They can be able to think about different points of views, all of that reflection piece, and then ultimately getting to that review and reinforce stage to where you can have students review what they just did, look at what they just did, and then discuss and verbalize back to you how that helped them. And that's going to be the key piece that's going to show them why this is important, you're going to get their buy-in, and they're also going to see how much easier reading is going to become. So if you can follow those simple five steps first, then you can start exploring with other active reading engagement strategies, which I'm sure I'll come back on the podcast and share in the future, but let's just start with those right there. I want to almost give you my 100% guarantee that by following these steps, you are going to instantly see that your students are becoming more actively engaged with their texts that they are reading. And as a result, you are going to see that their retention of that text is going to be extremely improved. And ultimately, your students are going to be able to understand the material that they are reading at a deeper level, which is always the goal. So I hope that you are on fire about active reading and you are ready to try one of these strategies. And if you have any questions about this, as always, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, send me an email, and let's discuss what this can look like for you and your students. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to talk to you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to click that follow button so you never miss a new episode. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Until the next episode, we can hang out over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, and you can search The Daily Writing Disguise in your web browser to dive into a stockpile of creative writing activity collections created by me with student engagement in mind. For literacy resources and support, you can search The Literacy Dive on TPT. I'll catch you in the next episode.